0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. From the Head Stuff Podcast Network, welcome to The World According to Wikipedia, the podcast that explores the weird, wonderful, and baffling world of Wikipedia, the people who write it, and what makes them tick. With me, Fanula, and me, Rebecca. We are back. Finally, we did it. Yeah, it has been a time, as the young people say. I think I'm not young. Uh, I managed to avoid COVID for like two years. And then in January, it stabbed me in the chest. Well, actually in the throat. It was like I was swallowing glass it was really the worst sore throat I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, and that kind of derailed all of our plans because uh, it wiped me for a month and a bit. And then things kind of, you know, it's it's been a time. That it has. Getting COVID is enough to be dealing with, along with gestures wildly at the world. Everything else happening in 2022. Times are not getting any more precedented, it turns out. But one thing is constant, and that thing is Wikipedia. Yes, Wikipedia is important, as are the Wikipedians uh, uh, that keep it alive and full of information. I actually use it today in work. Somebody was looking up what a use case was, and I looked it up on Wikipedia and there was a lot of very interesting information in there. And they were like, oh, I didn't think to look at Wikipedia. And I'm like, uh-huh. Wikipedia is your is your tool in a scary world. In this episode, we talked to Karma Sitrawati, also known as Citra, an Indonesian teacher, short story writer, and Wikimedian Newcomer of the Year, twenty twenty one. It probably comes across in the interview, but I was so excited to talk to Citra. The work that she does is so varied and interesting. It kind of yeah. just—I just sat yeah. in awe. You know, I mean, I do like the quality of uh, interviewees that we get on the show, but her interview is amazing. She has done so much, and as as is always the case, I'm always super interested to hear what people are doing on Wikipedia. And she's done a she's done a lot. Yeah, it's good. I can see why she got newcomer of the year. Yes, definitely, definitely. uh, You know, far and away. And what's always beautiful is to hear somebody's kind of her enthusiasm and her journey to you know towards it, kind of coming from Mm -hmm. being a teacher, being a writer, and then finding kind of a place to do her language advocacy uh, on Balinese Wikipedia and also Wikisource. Mm -hmm. Was yeah, it's truly inspiring. Very much so. So that will come later. But first, this is there is a, a podcast on the Headstuff Podcast Network that uh, we think that you should uh, take a listen to. Hi, I'm Mead Kavanagh. And I'm Girod Farley, And we are the hosts of Agony Rants. We have been friends for a long time and on Agony Rants we do what we've always done. Talk about people behind their backs and make suggestions on how they can improve their lives. no. We cheer them up on Monday morning and help them with their problems. By meddling in areas in which we are dangerously unqualified. Why don't you join us each week for a new episode? You'll find us wherever you do your listening with special bonus content for subscribers on headstuffpodcast.com. Agony Rants, out now on the Headstuff Podcast Network. we talk to citra we have time for our random rule for this episode so fanula i miss those rules i'm sure i'm sure you do i'm sure you lay awake at night wondering yes what would what 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 is the next what would today's rule have been in a perfect world yeah do you know how many wikipedians it takes to change a light bulb Uh, i do not i'm not sure i ever thought to need to know but please five hundred and eight. That is a an odd, well, even, but odd number. Uh, how how was it decided? Unsettlingly specific uh, for something that's yeah. really not specific. Oh, it's it's nothing. It's nothing empirical. There is a list uh, of of jokes on Wikipedia um, of how many Wikipedians it takes to change change a light bulb, and if you tot mm-hmm. them all up, you get five hundred eight Wikipedians in total. Okay. But I'm using this as an awkward segue into a particular phenomena on Wikipedia as the first answer to the joke. How many Wikipedians does it take to change a light bulb is one to notice it went out and slap a light bulb is burnt out tag on it. Wikipedians love a good tag. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. I'll, sorry, pause for, for laughter. Excellent, Uh, and if you spent any amount of time on Wikipedia, you'll see you will have seen your fair share of tags too. Uh But the question remains: Does the light bulb ever get changed once the tag light bulb is burnt out? It's left on it in brackets, in curly Q brackets, so that it's it's a template. Yep. Um, Well, this is the problem and the joke. Uh, A lot of editors will tag an article for having an issue like needing more citations or having an encyclopedic tone or even having bare URLs as citations. And many other Wikipedians would argue by the time you've added a tag, you could have used that time to fix the issues. This has led to the term drive-by tagging. Uh, so the point being that you should just fix the light bulb, not point out that there is no light. I couldn't have put it any better myself. Okay. Okay, <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Like, is that a lackluster? I mean, I mean, no, 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 it's a good rule. I mean... I presume, and this is kind of going off, off, of it, but I presume that leads to, there's a lot of, there's a certain number of people who will fix the light bulb. Yes. And yeah. So there is a meta critique of this, which is on English language Wikipedia in particular, and on Wikipedia's in general, there is this uh, drive to build up your edits. So every time you press the publish button, that clocks an edit, your edit count goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, people kind of chase large edit numbers so you will get people doing large amounts of semi-automated edits which perhaps could be adding tags you know in batches to articles that you've identified which each one will then be saved as a, an edit to your account which then bumps and some people would say bumps artificially your edit count yes. because not two, no two edits are, are the same an edit can be creating a whole new article or it could be adding a maintenance tag and they're you know, there's kind of a false equivalence to them. So it's seen as kind of a symptom of this fetishization, I suppose, of having 10,000, 15,000, 100,000 edits. And that deems then that you're an important Wikipedian and you've made huge contributions. But actually, by the time you sat down and perhaps dissected some of those edits, was it a good mm. use of your time? And could you have actually fixed you know, issues instead of tagged yeah. them? Okay. Rather than tagging them. Yeah. yeah. Sounds. Yes. No, no, no. That's good. I understand. Steps down from Soapbox. And now we're going to talk to Citra about the work that she has been doing, which has resulted in her winning Wikimedian Newcomer of the Year 2021.
1: Hello, I am um, Charma chitrawati You can call me Citra. I'm currently living in Denpasar, uh, Bali, in Indonesia. I'm Balinese. Um, I'm a teacher, especially Balinese language teacher, and yeah, actually I am a writer. I make a short story um, article in Balinese and got involved in Balinese community to facilitating workshop for writing manuscript. And I active in Balinese Wikipedia and Balinese Wikisource today and try to build um, Balinese dictionary. Yes, I am a newcomer of the years in 2021.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us and we're delighted. Yeah. Delighted <laughs> to have you. So how so you're the, so congratulations again on on your um on, on winning newcomer of the year. Um, but how did you get started uh, contributing to wikimedia projects?
1: Mm, well, <laughs> uh this is, was a memorable story for me. Um I know and um, often access uh, Wikipedia to fan out uh, plenty of information um, however I have no idea about uh, Wikipedia in my local language um, you know I mean I have no idea we are able to build a Wikipedia on our local languages especially for Balinese language I heard about that idea um, initiated to build a Balinese Wikipedia from my husband. <laughs> My husband is a Wikipedian as well, um, and uh, he discusses uh, discussed with his friend to initiate to, Balinese, uh, to build a Balinese Wikipedia. And I was very interested and glad to be a part of Wikimedia Volunteer and yeah take a part to develop a Balinese Wikipedia in 2019. Um, yeah. And the first, I joined in the first WikiLati. WikiLati is workshop to introduce uh, Wikipedia, um, which held by uh, Indonesia Wikipedia community. And at, the, at that time, for the first time, I writing, I wrote my first article, my source article, actually, about uh, one of the city uh, in Bali. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't contribute too much in Balinese Wikipedia in the early years. Uh, because uh, I was not used to using the wiki system. Yeah, Mm. it's more, uh, slightly complicated for me. (laughs) Uh, Well, I make an article. I try and try again, ask my friend, and then, yeah, try to learn all about the system of wiki. So, yeah, in 2020, I decided to engage more on Wikipedia because, yeah, in bali um i want to develop the balinese literacy here um many people or yeah particularly balinese people today uh, try to uh, find out information on google or internet so they search about everything and we don't have a source to save uh, the information in our local language so wikipedia hmm. is yeah excellent example for of Website to collaborate and truly open website and active to produce content to yeah the Balinese people might need. So I well I started my contribution to uh, yeah. I attempt to make a article about manuscript and um, another topic that's interested. So Balinese temples and um, Balinese literature. On I also support article for balinese education Mm -hmm. for the teacher material so many students search in wikipedia in Mm -hmm. balinese yeah their Mm -hmm. uh, study so i support them i also make an article in korean drama (laughs) korean actor about korean drama korean actor to make a young generation in bali interested to read uh, wikipedia in balinese so yeah that's my effort and the other hand, I got involved in another project um, at that time in 2019. Um, the project is retype a uh, manuscript on the website, uh, pamleaf.org. Uh, so, because I really love manuscript and I was wondering uh, how to make this project bigger and uh, um, and able to help uh, Balinese communities who have a lot of manuscript. So, I discussed it with my community members and make a decision to uh, focus to build um, the Wikisource, one of the uh, sister projects on Wikimedia. Uh, Wikipedia. So in 20, uh, 2021, uh, Wikisource, the Balinese Wikisource or Wikipustaka launch. And yeah, uh, Wikipustaka or Balinese Wikisource has become the first Wikisource that based on handwritten script. So we have a, a free digital library now.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, fantastic.
1: <laughs> so yeah. you were
0: you were already aware of some of the issues around representation and the diversity of languages that were available mm. on, on Wikipedia, but also in Wikisource when you started?
1: Um, yes, I was, uh, especially in Indonesia. Uh, I studied uh, linguistics, so I aware of this issue. As I know, uh, Indonesia has a lot of uh, local languages. Um, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Indonesia has uh, more than seven hundred living language, and yeah, become a one of the richest country of the word in terms of uh, if we uh, if we say about language diversity. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I remember, and I read one of the article uh, talking about lingu- language diversity in Indonesia. So the writer argued that the most of the word language diversity is found in relative small speaker communities like um, Indonesia. So that's make it quite uh, vulnerable. So therefore, to my way of thinking, uh, the documenting of language is uh, very vital and important. Um, in Bali today, Balinese people speak with their children in Indonesian language rather than Balinese language. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, like a local language, another local language, a Balinese language, yeah, they consider it it's, uh, very complicated to speak in Balinese. And Indonesian language is edu- uh, education yeah. uh, language today. Mm-hmm. So if uh, there were a Balinese people speak in Balinese or there were parents still speak in Balinese, probably the children and young generation still understand wh- what their parents say in Balinese, but they will answer in Indonesia, <laughs> the Indonesia language. <laughs> Yeah, this condition is in another local language as well in Indonesia. Yeah. So mm-hmm. as a result, so this, is, this local language are no longer passed on to young, young generation. And yeah, i afraid my local uh, language will die <laughs> if we don't care about our local languages. It's <laughs> yes. <That's> very sad. <laughs> yes. So yeah, before I got involved in Wikisource or another Wikimedia project, I do my best to documenting my local languages, uh, Balinese language individually, and also collaborate with uh, other community manually publish a book something like that make an audio book. So to supporting education field. So my focus in education because I'm a teacher. Um, yeah, since 2015 until now, I and my community and in Bali, went around in the city of Indonesia, it's not only in Bali to, yeah, to do workshop about writing and reading manuscript because we have, uh, yeah, that's culture, yeah, to writing uh, manuscript on palm leaf. Um, Yeah, well, uh, that activity engage a young generation and effectively attract them to love their language and culture. So, Yeah, I'm so happy I can collaborate with another community member around Indonesia
0: (laughs) to do this work. (laughs) Oh, wow. So that, yeah, you can see how you became inspired to get involved in this project. So the project is to digitize, transcribe, and translate these Mm -hmm. particular...
1: Digitize, Uh -uh. transcribe, and, yeah, translate in Balinese manuscript. Because we use a balinese character there. So uh, the palm leaf using a balinese character and we have to retype again in a Roman script or Latin. So that's uh, my work.
0: Wow. (laughs) So what do these... um, Can you describe what these manuscripts look like? Yeah.
1: Mm, As I mentioned earlier, um, yeah, the manuscript or... The lontar is uh, we we called lontar for Balinese manuscripts. The lontar uh, is handwritten manuscript uh, written on palm leaf with a um, special tool, special knife. Um, we we called um, pangrupa pangrupa. That's a special tool to to write write the manuscript or the lontar. And we're using engraving technique. So uh, with traditional ink, with extra candle nut, we use uh, extra candle nut uh, to the manuscript in, in the manuscript the, the Balinese character. So the manuscript that have collected in Balinese Wikisource today are uh, various lontar with uh, various uh sombras, such as a uh, ligum. Like, uh, philosophies and uh, mantras and astronomy, um, medicine, performing art, um, story, and most of lontar written in old Japanese language and Sanskrit for mantra. Um, in Balinese language, uh, for lontar we have a geguritan. We call that a uh, kind of the lontar geguritan. There are a lot of lontar. In Bali, (laughs) yeah, we have a lot of lontar. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I really love uh, the manuscript, yeah, because, uh, yeah, I love to write lontar with the Balinese character and read and learn more and much more (laughs) about the manuscript or lontar. Yes, and uh, that's why I do this project, yeah, because uh, Bali has a lot of lontar. Um, about uh 25,000 25, lontas spread out in the Balinese community. <laughs> oh,
0: wow.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so are they people's personal manuscripts or are they held in...
1: Yes. Uh-huh. Oh,
0: that's, right, right. That's wow. a
1: very collection. Yeah. And the majority of uh, lontas condition are in danger of physical mm. deleteries. So deterioration. So the condition of lontar uh, make me sad because one day yeah, uh, when I got a a referral to open the the collection of lontar from the owner, I saw personally lontar are damaged by insect or um, rodents, something like that. And because of the lack of knowledge about the proper maintenance from the owner of the manuscript, so, yeah, I finally just found a fragment and even uh debris of lontar So make that make me sad yeah. um yeah, then uh, lontar is uh very fragile if we mm. neglect it, they're easy uh they easy to uh, they crumbles uh, under the attack of insect and fungi, so yeah thats make me uh yeah have to preserve and save our Lontar, I started my work um, with collecting data and make a catalog for Lontar that is the one of substantial things that I'm able to do. (laughs) That's, uh, yeah, Uh, even though that is uh, challenging me as a Balinist, uh, yeah, importantly, uh, I have to convince the owner of Lontar to open their collection. Because yeah. they still keep in secret, yeah, and consider Lontar is uh, secret things and secret subject. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. even though I know uh, Lontar, is, yeah, there are Lontar which is secret and not uh, just anyone can access and read it, but we still have to know how to preserve and save them. So that's more important today.
0: Yeah. That's starting a conversation. <laughs> with the owners and and yeah. education, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I collaborate with another Balinese language educator. We have a penuluh bahasa Bali. We call penuluh bahasa one of the Balinese language educator to communicate with the owner of the lontar who are willing to open their manuscript. So yeah, please open your manuscript or lontar because we have to make a metadata and. You will have a catalog, something like that. We communicate oh, yeah, with uh, them. So the conference, yeah.
0: <laughs> so that was great. Um, again, she was amazing. And I, I, I think I could have just listened to her talk about the work that she yeah. does for as long as she would have entertained before, uh, to be honest. Uh, it's an infinitely interesting topic that she's, you know, kind of space that she's mm. working in, kind of highly localized indigenous languages, but also in this very particular format, in these palm leaves. And then I suppose the cultural, uh, you know, the fact that some of them are seen as sacred, you know, they're highly, can be kind of highly personal objects as yeah. well. So there's there's just so many layers to it. It's just, Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's, it's quite intense work i imagine yeah yeah and the passion that she brings to it you, you can see that's why yeah. they have been successful because obviously you know that translates and it's not going to win everybody over but mm-hmm. she has obviously managed to build that rapport and that relationship with enough people to really get this project going and yeah. hopefully yeah go from strength to strength that's amazing it is really amazing and uh there is an extended interview going to be ava- made available uh, later on to our subscribers thank you our subscribers uh so if you want to hear that full interview and actually the full interviews with all of our previous guests from the last two seasons you can be you can get those by becoming a member to the head stuff plus community for just five euro a month plus fat so just go to headstuffpodcast.com and sign up there <laughs> Is this episode's hero? Now, this one tickled me a lot, but I am a Wikipedian, and our criteria for fun things, as told through the medium of light bulb jokes, yes, is different from non-Wikipedians out there. That is that is true. You are a strange bunch. Um uh, I can't say anything otherwise, but that doesn't tell us who our hero is. I mean, tell the people they want to know, I presume. We're we're just niche, okay? That's all I'll say. Yeah, strange. Um, Well, a programmer called Colin Morris did an amazing job figuring out the least viewed Wikipedia articles on English-language Wikipedia in 2021, and he wrote up how he did it. So people get very het up about the most popular articles. At Mm. the end of each year, that's always a big, splashy blog post, usually from the Wikimedia Foundation. He's like, the most viewed Wikipedia articles uh, for 2021. But I, for one, welcome this attention to the quieter backwaters of Wikipedia. Interesting. So is he sharing those hidden gems with the world? He is. And the answer is a couple of moths. Moths. Yeah. Um, I mean, moths. I mean, who doesn't love? Who doesn't love a moth? Actually, a lot of people don't like moths. A lot of people are, are massively disturbed by both moths and butterflies. And I apologize. We should have had a warning for moth content. And now I'm going to completely, I might not completely butcher these, but specifically um, Trichoma feicrotata and Opharis cortica, neither of which have common names. Okay. And that tells you something. Uh, And both articles probably got about three human page views in 2021. Mm -hmm. But Colin did create a table of the 500 least viewed articles, a lot of which are species. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. Some fungi, that kind of stuff. Uh, and you can find a link to his post about this and how he arrived at these findings specifically in the show notes. Mm, I sense the opportunity for a new Twitter bot. the. But then how much will the Twitter bot interfere with the least viewing? No, but that was the least viewed in 2021. And then you end up a new one. So you can do a least viewed in 2022 and then a Twitter. least There'll be different least views. There is always space for a new Twitter bot is what you're saying. Yes. Particularly about Wikimedia. Out. This is relevant because in future episodes, we may be talking about Twitter and Wikipedia. But yeah, there's always yeah throwing forward to a future episode. Yeah. Beautiful throw forward there. I am miming a throw forward. But in other news, wider Wikimedia news, this summer sees the return of a hybrid Wikimania uh, in August, as well as the first Wikimedia and Libraries International Convention, which is taking place here in Ireland in July. Over the coming weeks, we will chat to some of the people involved in these events and highlighting our favourite parts of them too. Ooh, a potential for a live show? I hadn't even thought of that. With the Wikimania crew or our librarian friends? Why not both? Okay. Thrown down the gauntlet there. Yeah, yeah. Watch or, you know, listen to this space. Yay! (laughs) And that was The World According to Wikipedia. Join us again in two weeks. You can subscribe to us in your podcast player of choice. Follow us on Twitter at world underscore Wikipedia. Thanks to Patricia O'Flaherty for our artwork and Headstuff production assistance. Go to headstuffpodcast.com for show notes, more information and to support the Headstuff Plus Network.